Hey everybody, it's uh, Sean here. Just wanted to do a little intro to this episode. Um, we had a little technical difficulties towards the end. So we cut off the end. It ends a little abruptly. I apologize. Hopefully we can do like a recap, maybe watch it again, perhaps. We both want to see it again. It's freaking great. So, um, yeah. Maybe we'll do a little uh, follow-up, but uh, enjoy the episode. This is Aquaman. I'm hitting. I hit, hit record right now. All right. All right. I was doing uh, the Aquaman bass line. The Aquaman. Yeah. Right? It's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like um I like uh Orm's bass line, which is literally bum bum bum. <laughs> Ooh, I love the buddy. music. Oh man. I there is so much to talk about with this movie, but buddy, how are you? We haven't done one of these I since know. the fucking was the Meg really the last time we did this? I, I think so. Or Venom? No, Venom. Venom. I mean, you were here. <laughs> Ven I forgot. Remember Venom? Venham, dude. Ven went David Venham. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, uh, was, those were good times, man. Yeah, it was I mean, well not actually watching Venom, but like, you know, the the time that we had together as friends, I yes. think was was very very fun. Um quite agreeable. Quite agreeable indeed. Uh, buddy, we just both had to blow all the dust. I don't know about you, but I had to blow a bunch of dust off of my microphone and also step on that joke while I was saying it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the... Yes. You know what? My mic was set to something weird because of Venom. That's what it was. Yeah. There you go, blame I Venom, man. Back, I switched it back to the butt, as he called it. Yeah, I called it a butt. Sean called it a heart earlier. I think he only has his half of that conversation. Otherwise, it would be in the episode. But, I don't know. I feel like there hasn't been a lot of, like, I was crazy busy. Like, November, I don't know what the fuck happened, like, in the world or in my life during that time. But there really wasn't a lot of stuff that we saw that, like, we both wanted to talk about. There was stuff that came out, but. Yeah, there's always, yeah. like, a lull between summer and like the Oscar Christmas now now there's a lot of big there's a lot of blockbusters in December there's a ton of shit out right now yeah. I think um unfortunately I was too busy to have catch to have caught uh, Night, Nutcracker in the Four Realms which I constantly promised we were going to do we should do but a it's commentary okay. maybe we'll do a commentary for that I don't know why you're saying maybe, Sean, but yeah, we, <laughs> uh, we're going to do some kind of content for that piece of garbage, um, that, we that we're both really a piece of garbage. Um, well, I assume it's great, but, uh, <laughs> other than that, I, mean, I don't know. Like I just saw fantastic beasts too, which was fucking bad. I have no, that desires. was real bad. I saw the first one on HBO. I'll probably wait until it's on HBO. Yeah, that's just, I don't even know if you should do that. The first one I didn't, I avoided for a while. Then I eventually saw it because I was like, I kind of want to see the second one. And I eventually watched the first one like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, I enjoyed that a lot more than I thought. That's it was exactly how pleasant. I felt. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's, oh, you know, I'll see the second one. Then I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? It's bad. It's real bad. It just um, seems like Johnny Depp is turning into King Shittis. Everything he touches turns to shit. Yeah, I, it's not even his fault. He's he's not bad. I mean, he's goofy as fuck throughout the whole movie. Like his look is too much. He's got like a weird like he's albino eye. eye. Yeah, and like his intro first couple shots of him are like it's all like all the only light you see is like gleaming on that eye. So it looks really weird and like they had a perfectly good Colin Farrell. Is all I'm gonna say. You know. Yeah. It was like I w I would get that if it was like more of an unknown actor switching into Johnny Depp, but like if you're gonna get yeah. Colin Farrell, why would you know? I don't know. It's a weird. It'd be like if like what's his name? If like Ian McKellen turned into like fucking I don't know who Sean Connery when he returned as Gandalf the White. Like it's like why would you? Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. It, it was bad. So, like, there's no need to talk about that. I think of the last couple movies I've seen. I saw Robin Hood. 
I think the last couple movies that like that. you do. We should do it's commentaries w- of that and Nutcracker back to back. Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> Robin Hood's like awesome because it was bad. Uh, I, I I just need to talk about this one thing that happens. I, did I tell you anything about Robin Hood? I forget. Not really. Maybe. Okay. I Can so. I tell you my favorite thing in the movie? It's in the first like half hour or so. Um, spoilers for this movie that probably most people don't even know came out. Uh, but Jamie Foxx gets his hand cut off in the first like couple minutes of the movie, um, and he eventually comes back. He's uh, Rob. He's Little John, so he's the mentor. Who? Excuse me for Robin. Uh, then, so the two of them decide to like team up. They were enemies. Now they're going to team up. Uh, and he starts training him and then cut to training montage. And it's like a lot of like them shooting arrows, like in fucking close quarters, like, like they're fucking M 16s. Like that's uh, uh, bows and arrows and crossbows are just guns in this movie. Uh, <laughs> but there's a part in the montage where Jay, like, it's like Taron Edgerton doing like pull-ups and then Jamie Foxx throwing like chains on him to weigh him down. And he's like running with chains. And then there's a shot of Jamie Foxx, like heating up metal and then throwing it into like a bucket of water and it kind of looks like a helmet or something. I'm like, oh, what's what's this? And then he sticks his nub arm into the metal and it's a metal cap for his like nub arm. And he just goes, and he's like screaming and he has no shirt on while he does it. And so he's just like, he's like, Aah! then it's like a shot of him doing more like running with more chains. And then it's Jamie Foxx like polishing his metal nub now. <laughs> and he's just like watching him from like up on a perch. I was like, this is Fucking crazy! It's I feel like that I was need my to see this movie now. Yeah, that was my favorite fucking thing in the world. I I loved it. Uh, because like, it, yeah, Mendo is uh, Mendo is just that he's he's being Mendo. But I don't know. I point being, they're, they're like we we've been out of sync with the stuff that we've seen. I honestly also, haven't seen anything, dude. I've been that's so. Fam. I've been so busy with work, and I've been trying to get Same. in shape, so I go to the gym after work, and by the time I yeah. get home, it's like 9.30. I'm trying to get, I'm yeah. trying to turn morphing into Jason Momoa is my oh, goal. Oh, it's more, so you're saying it's, it's, it's morphing time. Become him. You're going to become uh, Momoa. I'm going to buy a bunch of rings and some leather <laughs> gauntlets. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for mentioning the rings. There was a scene near the end where, like, I think it was his dad was, like, hugging somebody. And I was like, why? Even his dad has a shitload of rings for now. He has he a ring and he's got... I didn't notice he had the same tattoos on his hand, like, on his arm as Momoa. I didn't notice that. I don't man. think I noticed that. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay, well... <laughs> Let's let's okay. So Amazon Prime did like an early. You could see Aquaman a week early, uh, and like for like seven p.m. across the board on the, this past Saturday. Uh, and Sean was like, "Yeah, I'm definitely going to." And I was like, "Ah, uh, I found somebody to go with." Uh, and we both went last night. Uh, Sean, what did you think of DC's extended universe Aquaman, the worlds of DC, whatever the fuck they're they're calling it? The uh, the DC Dark Universe. I don't know. Um, I really dug this movie, brother. Yeah, I dug it too, brother. I fucking loved it. <laughs> it was it's really good. Like it was exactly what I wanted from this movie. It gave me mm-hmm. everything I wanted. It, yeah, uh, it like gave. How, like, what can you really ask of an Aquaman movie? Uh, like Real, this movie like, gave you shit. Yeah, exactly. This movie gave you shit you didn't even know you were asking for at every fucking turn, I yeah. think. I, I, I kind of agree. I I really really like I'm I'm saying loved it. This was I'm I've, I haven't seen him like like we were just saying it's been hard to find time to go see anything. Like I I don't know when the fuck I'm going to see into the Spider-Verse, which will probably be our next thing, I'm I'm guessing. I'm thinking that or Bumblebee. Bumblebee's getting great reviews. That's like, kind of why I'm going. I wouldn't have gone if it wasn't getting good reviews. I also feel like we need to go see Mortal Engines so we can find out what PJ's <laughs> up to, but, like, oh boy. Um, yeah, if some sort of, like, Miracle Movie Pass revival comes back or something, I'll go yeah, see it. But yeah. it's also probably not going to be in theaters long enough for that to happen. No. But point being, I would go see this again in, lar- in like, a larger format or, like, 3D or something, personally. Yeah, I don't know about 3D, but I would probably try to catch an IMAX. I think IMAX, at the very least, for sure. But I think 3D would be fucking... I don't even know if it's coming out in 3D. I assume it is, but, like, there's so much shit that flies around and CGI and, like... I think it would... 
I think it would probably translate pretty well. I think it would add I, to the goofy fun. Well, I could I could see like the particles in the water being more of a thing, and like yeah. just just like well, because you can do it's basically Avatar underwater. This movie is a lot of movies, which I really liked, because this is something I would have done with this movie. I would have been like, all right, let's fucking a little bit of Indiana Jones in here, a little bit of Under Siege, a little well, bit. Of- well, first piece of trivia. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but do you know who who wrote the movie? Will Beale. It was actually Bill Hader's Stefan character from Weekend Update, and also was it Star Magic Jackson, the 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 Keen Peel sequel doctor. The two of them wrote this script together. Cause Sean, buddy, this movie has everything. Do you want a Dolph Lundgren with red CGI hair riding around on a seahorse dragon? Cause it's not only is it in the movie, it's definitely in the movie. How about a fucking how about, uh, I, like, I, you can do this with fucking a, almost any part of the movie. How about Nicole Kidman with a love interest who she is a full head and a half taller than, and the movie does nothing to hide it? Because not only is that in the movie, it's fucking in the movie, and it's beautiful. It's great. Uh, how about... The, how about the worst music cues you've ever heard in your life for any soundtrack? Because it's in the fucking movie. Oh, guys. Oh, hey, we have this big Kraken creature uh, that we need somebody to voice it as. Uh, and uh, Julie Andrews has expressed interest. Oh, well, uh, that's weird because Mary Poppins Returns comes out the same day. And I assume she's involved with that movie in some capacity. Nope. She wants to be the Kraken in Aquaman and not she apparently does not appear in Mary Poppins Returns, which comes out the same day. I that is what I'm boiling this movie down into. I'm just like, hey, Julie Andrews voices a Kraken in this movie, and she's not in Mary Poppins. Like, that's I fucking love that's, this. That's some interesting perspective you got there. What's that? That's just that's it's interesting that like it yeah, that's kind of true. I think it's just it's, fucking crazy. There, okay, full spoilers. There's di- the, yeah. the Dinosaur Island <laughs> suddenly in the, like, the last half hour. There's just a dinosaur <laughs> island in the core of the earth. And they go there for like 20 minutes. <laughs> this movie really takes the notion of like us never exploring the water. And they do mention that briefly. They're like, we've only explored nine, 5% of our oceans and they just run with that. Cause I'm like, you know what? Cause that's, a, that was always in the back of my head. I was like, you know what? I could see that being a thing, you know, like for a universe, you know, it's just like, Oh yeah, there's cre- crazy sea creature, alien things. Like every time they, did you ever see the sh- articles where it's like, look what they found on the beach in Singapore. And it's like, what the fuck? It's like a crab squid. Yeah. Yeah. You don't fucking like, know what's down there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they kind of like, it's a weird, insane, not realistic, but like it feasible. works. It fucking it's, works because like it toes that line the whole time and it, it walks it so well. It feels like outer space whenever they're underwater because you're just seeing all this weird, crazy shit all the time. Like, yeah, it's, I, all the designs are fantastic. All of the props and the creatures are, and everything are fucking cool. This movie's costume work, though. On, that is the hero of the movie, I think. I, w- I was going to say that. I actually wrote a note of that. I was mm-hmm. like, the costumes in this movie prove that you can pull off... Pr- I'm assuming pra- most of it was practical. I Maybe hope like so. M- I definitely... Some of the masks. Aquaman, the ma- well, his mask at the end, Orm's mask, was like yeah. moving way too much for it to be practical. But it looked but fucking cool. It was... But like... <laughs> I loved just, the gold, the the golden green when he got that. That looked incredible. Oh, yeah, like I never thought Aquaman's costume would have translated well on film, but it does. Orm suit looks sweet. Black Mana suit looks sweet. Uh, that Am- was what I was going to talk about. Yeah. yeah, Amber Heard's fucking Mara costume is like she doesn't look real at any point in this movie, but like it fucking it looks it looks awesome. Like everyone's there's a point where Patrick Wilson is in just like a completely gold suit of armor, and it's sweet because it's stupid as fuck. Nicole, it's just so over the top, and that's like the point. Like, exactly, like this guy is just so he's peacocking so hard. I'm fuck Patrick Wilson was awesome in this movie. I. He was so, really, I man, P. Willie, P. Willie with the slick back hair. 
as I like to really, call him. He wasn't like over the top either. He was pretty like subdued, you know. Like I wasn't. He wasn't like a crazy screaming like ah the king. You know, he like he gets there at points, but I think. It's really only when he's like trying to get everyone amped up, though. And know? he does like, that like a lot, but it's yeah. it's earned every time where he's just like, yeah, because he <sighs> he's like a showman. Like he loves the big spectacle of being a ruler. He doesn't love yeah. the actual. It, it, I don't know. It's like weird, but he's also a villain who you understand his motivations and he's justified. I mean, he kind of. I actually have a question. I, I was confused about the whole submarine attack at the beginning. When, because that was he set that up, right? So, yeah, no, no not the Aquaman one. Well, we're jumping around already, but like, there's a part where fucking, yes. yeah, 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 it's like, yes. cut yes. to, yes, he set that up. It's cut he to Patrick up. Wilson on a dinosaur shark, uh, Dolph Lundgren with CGI red hair on a fucking seahorse dragon, and fucking Willem Dafoe, who never looks like he's like. He's where he needs to be in this movie, but he also kind of has a suit that looks like Black Panthers throughout. Uh, and I loved that, where it's just like hard cut to all that shit happening, and they get attacked by like a submarine. A submarine just starts shooting at him, but yeah, it's 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 a false. Flag. It's weird. Yeah, that's the that is the most like straight up villain thing he does. So he is still like a through and through villain, but at least you understand. There's enough shorthand for his motivations throughout where it's like he's doing shit he believes in. You know what I mean? It's the 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 polluting the oceans thing is like huge. Everybody keeps talking about it. And everyone's like the whole time I was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, Paul, the polluting the oceans. Oh, oh they can't, um, we got a gross submarine now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yellow submarine has turned dark green. We nailed um, it. We nailed it so hard. We both took a oh, sip. Dude, of what they're going to be like, are they? Is, did they get the Beatles on their podcast? And we did, um, all, including the dead ones. It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> um, th- 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 yeah, the submarine thing. I was like, what? Because uh, I was confused by like what was going on a little bit there too. Yeah, but. And then they're like, oh, yeah, he just set it up so he could use it as an excuse to be like, they're just outright attacking us now. And but yeah, black dude. Well, going back to like the practical suits, Black Manta. Like, I feel awesome. like if this was a Marvel movie, that would have been CGI and they didn't do that. Yeah. Like you could tell that that was I mean, unless they had impeccable CGI, which they, they, we could also. You saw the rest of the movie. They didn't. The CGI is like kind of all over the place. It's never really bad. It's it's just it's going to it's going to look horrible in like four years. You know what I mean? Not horrible, well, but but it's like not I don't think it's supposed to look great. Mm-hmm. Like it's like whatever. It's it's this it's fine. Movie it's just there. Knows exactly what it is. And my friend who I saw it with last night like way too late in the movie to kind of realize this was just like, I think this movie knows exactly what it is to which I turned and I, I used two examples. I was like, do you not see Dolph Lundgren's CGI red hair <laughs> shouting about stuff being a King right now in a movie that costs a shitload of money uh, or, and I was like, did you also forget the, the, when you and I both clapped very loud when we saw an octopus playing the drums? <laughs> Cause there's an octopus that plays the drums in this movie for like a couple seconds and it's the greatest thing in the world I, like near the end of the movie I turned to him like when everybody was dying in like the big final battle I was just like man I really hope that octopus that played the drums is okay um, I actually was reading a trivia about this and they said the reason why James Wan decided to include that and he said it's actually a character from like the 50s and 60s comics holy shit um yeah, he said that he's like, well, if Mad Max can have a guy playing guitar that shoots fire, I'm going to have an octopus that plays drums. And so thank you, Mad Max, for setting that up for us. Thank you, James Wan. Did James Wan introduce the movie for you for the Prime thing? Yeah. Australian. Yeah, it, was like a th- it was like the four of them. I, yeah, I watched an interview with him on Conan when he did the, you know, Conan does this Comic-Con. Yeah. He goes to Comic Con every year. He d- he interviewed them at Comic Con. He didn't sound Australian there, so I was like, "Oh, yeah." It's just, but I got that too. I was like, "Is he Australian?" Because they, sh- they did shoot it in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, no, they a hundred percent did. Uh, that's why they got uh, Nicole Kidman and Tamora Morrison. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. 
a lot of Australian and New Zealand actors throughout. And I, I think John Reese Davies lives in New Zealand since they shot Lord of the Rings. Do you too, know? Do you know? He's he's the he's the king. He's, he's the, the crab, crab man. Guy. Remember that this movie has a crab man who's like loosely established and then suddenly just is like oh like like he's in the battle. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love so, this. <laughs> All right, you know how in Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, there's that big what, what's that dinosaur, the big one that kills the it eats the te- spoilers, it eats the Indominus Rex in the, it's uh, the Mosasaurus one. or something like that. So if you like the Mes- Mesosaurus or Mosasaurus, <laughs> I'm sorry for dinosaur enthusiasts, and dinosaurs listening. To- yeah. yeah um, if you if you like that, well, Patrick Wilson's gonna ride that in this movie. Um, if you liked the kaiju at the end of Pacific Rim Uprising, well, uh, Jason Momoa is gonna ride that in the battle. It's also Julie Andrews, <laughs> and it's voiced by Julie Andrews. <laughs> Fucking so awesome. Like, I don't even like. Is it a great movie on the scale of like superhero? It's a good. It's a good movie. But is it a great movie in the eyes of like how like w- this thing exists? Awesome. Like I'm on board. It's amazing. I, okay, like we're jumping around, but like this is something that I've been struggling with. Out of the major superhero movies that came out this year, you have obviously Infinity War. Um, I'm about to burp into the microphone, which feels like it was like three years ago. It does. It really like, does. That was this it year. Was, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of movies that snuck out this year. Oh, ooh, you know what? <laughs> Quick side note. Deadpool, Deadpool 2. Okay, that's another one. I forgot about that. I watched Hotel Artemis last night because I rented it online. I was like, yeah, I'll watch this. You know, pretty solid. Remember that? Probably forgot about it already, but. Who's in Who's in that? I never you never heard of, heard of it? Is Oh, fuck. It was like an assassin movie. Did freeze? No, it didn't freeze. Um, it's like an assassin movie. A little bit, a little bit but I heard everything. Uh, Jodie Foster. Fucking Goldblum, Zachary Quinto, uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's his name? He was in The Predator. Um, remember The Predator? Uh, <laughs> who's, that, who's that fucking dude? What's his name? He was like the government agent in The Predator. He's really good. That's going to piss me off. Uh, Charlie Day is in it. Um, I think I already said Jodie Foster. Uh, Dave Batista, who is the sweetest boy in the world. Jenny Slate popped up. There's like a, a, a Sophia Butella, isn't it? Okay, I think I know. You're yeah, about. it came out and like didn't get great reviews or anything. It was fine. I don't know, but um, I can't fucking remember that dude's I'll name. He's gonna piss me off. I gotta look this up now. Um, but you know who I'm talking about? I'm gonna watch that trailer. Um, no, but yeah, I superhero movies though. What else came out? Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. Deadpool, Deadpool two. 2. This is Sterling K. Brown. Since, there it is. Um, Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Okay. Brown's great. Um, he. This movie. All right. Well, I was. I was. Aquaman does a good job of being a bad '80s movie. Yes. 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 A hundred percent. It does what Predator wanted to do, but yep. better. It, and yeah. Like. They said Romancing the Stone was an influence, too. Okay. This this was like, like if Masters of the Universe didn't run out of money, I imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... I got, like, Flash Gordon mm-hmm. vibes. Um, but also, like, in a more m- modern context, it has, like, Lord of the Rings ca- kind of, like, flashbacks. When, like, when they're forging the trident, I was like, that's straight out of, like, the, the low angle of the guy slamming on the... The thing I was like, that's Lord of the Rings. They said it was made out of Poseidon um, steel. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, this is a movie where they just name <laughs> shit and like, you know, you know what that means. Yeah. Uh, like, they keep yeah, everyone the, knows that. the Patrick Wilson's dad, um, who was the previous king, who was betrothed, who Nicole Kidman was betrothed to, and she runs away and eventually is taken back to Atlantis, where she has Patrick Wilson. Um, he has a crazy fucking name, and they keep her like. It's like or thanks or something like that. Like his name's crazy and you never see him. They just talk about him and like he does a bunch of crazy shit. It's like 
They, I fucking couldn't get over the detail where every time I can't get over this still where it was, uh, everyone's just like, yeah, what happened to your mother? Uh, the king brought her back and bore a son, but she still was a deserter and she had you on the surface. And so she was fed to, she was sent to the trench where she was devoured. I was like, what the fuck? But the way, like Willem Dafoe says it while standing perfectly still and like barreling the camera with like a weirdly, with a weirdly green screen, like beach behind him. Oh God, I loved this. I'm There's that was yeah. Speaking of green screens, that was probably my only gripe was that the backdrops were really bad. Yep, they were like Thor. They were like Thor Ragnarok with the Odin scene bad. Yes, like like they. But like honestly, like you know it's fake. And like I watch old movies now. Like before they started doing green screen, it's like yeah, they're not there. Like, this it's movie fine. though, but like. The I, pro- the, I would say the issue, but I think the movie just again. I think this movie knew, and this movie completely confidently is as goofy as fuck. It's confidently this goofy, and it's just like you know, you don't know what you want, so here it is anyway. But with the green screen stuff, I think it works selling the cheesiness, which is this movie's like best, biggest strength. But then you have moments like I got to talk about this scene. We're completely out of order, and there's there's stuff I want to get back to. But there's a scene where Momoa. After the Sicily sequence, which was fucking awesome, but we'll get to that. Um, he's injured after a battle and he wakes up uh, and he is covered in seaweed wraps as like bandages and stuff. And he has a bunch of like seaweed plant material like on him. So I'm, I'm going to get back to the green screen thing, but a quick disclaimer. He is called Drogo. He wakes up and he's yes. got fucking yeah. seaweed wrap gauntlets. Same same, same wound, wound space, space like, with the same treatment that killed Drogo, and he has a bunch of seaweed around his like waist, like fucking Drogo's belt, and he just like his, ha- his hair is in a ponytail. And then Momoa like, like sheds the fucking Call Drogo persona in this scene. It's really weird. I was like, what is happening, uh, <laughs> dude? It's funny you said that because I was like, why am I thinking that? I was thinking the is, same exact thing, the, dude. Yeah, I was thinking the same. I was like, he looks like Call Drogo. This was a and it's him shedding that like, image this. and becoming. Because then the, the scene that follows is. Going back to the green screen thing, it, it, then he walks over and it's Mara playing a flute on like the front of a boat, <laughs> and, and like all the CGI is like the perf- like crazy perfect like Hobbit CGI lighting where everything's just like yeah. way too perfect and ornate. This movie's like too bright almost. Um, but again, Mara never looks real because a Amber Heard is fucking ridiculously hot and like the her wig just doesn't it never looks natural it's literally no it's, it's too, too, too red. red it's too red uh and like in this scene it's her just playing a fucking flute <laughs> yeah it's like that definitely that definitely registered as one of the more ridiculous scenes in the movie i was like <laughs> But then the conversation that happens after that, I like really dug where it was like near the end of the movie, they kind of really started focusing on like his actual doubts and everything about why he should be king of Atlantis and stuff. And I mean, it's not super in depth. It's not a super deep like journey for him or anything like that, but it worked. I don't know. It worked where it's just like, I, well, yeah, it's just enough. It's like just yeah, but I still enough. Like was into it. And I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. This movie has just enough of everything. It's like, it's got enough schlock. It's got enough, seri- like, self-awareness. It's got enough self-seriousness, though, Where, it, but it's not overly self-serious and self-important. Like, Zack Snyder's movies are very self-important. This isn't self-important and at all. This movie doesn't... Exactly. And, like, that's, I think, why, like when it has really cheesy bad moments that do come up in Snyder movies, you're like, ah, nice. Instead of like, wow, this is really out of place. Like there's one, all right. I laughed audibly and it's not because of the movie. It's not the movie's fault. It's my always sunny fandom's fault where he, he, when they, when Mara likes, so Orm's first attack is like, he sends a tidal wave that washes up all the shit onto shore and it, Jason Momoa is driving his dad home. They were out having a good time, taking pictures with bikers. Wait, real quick, can we talk about that? Because <laughs> as yeah. a joke, like that that scene, I was kind of setting that yeah, up for you. You hundred percent did. You know me. Um, the ooh, excuse me, the scene where they're in the bar is like so awkward. 
where it's like, he, oh, his dad's out drinking him, and he's just like, oh, I can breathe underwater, but how can you drink faster than me, brother? And then he's just like, well, that's my superpower, because I'm Django Fett. Uh, that, that's apparently my Tamora Morrison. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, that's sir. Pretty good. Right away, that's sir. That's pretty good. That's, you know, like every clone trooper. I'm Captain. Look at me. I'm Captain yes. Cody. Um, uh, anyway, so it's them, and then like these big tough guys like show up, and they're like, hey, you that fish man from the TV? And then he's just like, yeah. And they're like, hey, can we get a picture with you? And there is a ki- there is a kid behind <laughs> us in the theater, and he's just like, I thought he was gonna punch him in the face. I'm like, well, you don't get good joke setups then, kid. Uh, but the <laughs> it's called comedy, damn it. Uh, but I look like it was so cheesy where it's like, and then it's him awkwardly. T- then they showed like the snack snapshots, and they're the really pictures. uncomfortable. He's like, mm. and then it's then suddenly it's it's zero to sixty where it's just them all fucked up and just having a like. Now they're all like picking him up, and he's like, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it, they did like the hangover thing, and it, it like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that is that is the movie where you think it's going to be this really dumb cheesy thing that you've seen a bunch of times, and then it's like you know what that actually that was kind of great. I kind of loved that. Like it's trying to sell him really hard on being it's the coolest. Just a two and a half hour hang loose. It's a two and a half hour hang loose sign, dude. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! No, you're right. I really enjoy that scene. So it has like it's like they yeah. Uh, so the part that I laughed at audibly, um, he rips the door off to save his dad because Orm sends this wave. I know what you're about to to say, but keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) and Mara comes in and like pushes the water away and like the car, the truck that they're driving is flipped over and he rips the door off to save his dad and he flips his And he does a spin and he does a spin. He does a spin and flicks the duster that he's wearing because you know Jason Momoa is all about the duster, but like a frontiersman, like a, not like a leather like Matrix one, like a frontiersman duster. Yeah, but it's got like length mm-hmm. to it, so like he flicks it, and I just thought of Dennis in the gang solves the North Korea situation when he walks in the bar and he's got Max Duster and he's like flicking it. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm so glad that that's where you were going. Well, I just rewatched that episode. And I love that bit where he walks in the door and he's like flicking his duster. Every in time, and Charlie's like, I mean, I th- I'm just thinking, man, could have been me. I could have been wearing it. Every time he's like, they're like, why is this so guy? good? Yeah, he just fucking throws the door off. Oh boy, this movie you could. You could make a drinking oh. game out of a couple things in this movie. Uh, every time somebody throws up a bunch of water, <laughs> it happens like three times. Dude, oh, dude, the fucking, speaking of throwing up water, how they did like the, t- uh, the com- communication thing, <laughs> like the water. Like, <laughs> it's the funniest. It's like 100%, un- 100% unnecessary. That scene where Black Manta is sitting on his submarine out in the middle of the ocean and it's like, you can see like every star. That was kind of cool. And then, like, an Atlantean ship shows up and a bunch of Atlantean commandos, which, again, the fucking costume work in this movie. All the Atlantean commando suits are sweet. Oh, um, so cool. Except <laughs> the first time you see them, one of the first crazy things that happens in this movie, uh, and again, this goes back to my drinking game thing, uh, this movie has people entering rooms through an explosion, <laughs> through a sudden explosion in the wall, like, nine times. <laughs> and it's never old. It has... It has surprising amount of jump scares because yeah. it's James Wan and I was like it's got I, I, I was like oh shit you got scared. Like, what did you get scared by the- not like scared but just like like all of a sudden yeah. people, like things well, just people just pop at you expo- and blow a out. wall will explode and then a bunch of commandos <laughs> enter it happens so many times it's awesome but the first couple ones that you see are the all white version and when they talk, yeah. they have like a like a sound wave, like vibrating line over their mouth. It's like, <laughs> and they're they're in these white suits with laser guns that are all glowing blue neon. I was like, oh god, they're a bunch of water, Mister Freezes. They're a bunch of water, Arnold, Mister Freezes. I love this. Um, anyway, the yeah, so they're talking. Black man, uh, he's getting paid for everything, uh, and it's they just like like a bunch of water starts swirling up and it bubbles up into like a dude shape, and then there's a Patrick Wilson hologram, 
like on the phone and that's apparently their water phone and he's just like yeah i don't care about anything did you do the job and it's it's that fucking hologram this movie reminds me of gi joe the rise of cobra a lot but like again you know it somehow works better i don't i don't know because we were saying how like the suits are practical and they look really wacky and I'm like it gives me especially Black Manta and like their team of uh, pirates I was like I got G.I. Joe vibes so kind of rewinding to that this first sequence on the Russians nuclear submarine which I was like are they in a nuclear submarine and then like they fight and like basically you're literally like using nuclear bombs in battle against each other like they're slamming each other on I was like yeah that's that's all right this is what this is what we're in for like I, that kind of set the tone for me there's like those like l- low shutter speed there shots of Mamon walking through that was like the walking through this that was scene. The, the only time the movie did that that was so weird wasn't it oh fuck and I was I was like I was but I because it was like yes this is under siege this is a Steven Seagal sequence <laughs> like he's just smashing yes have you seen under yeah, siege I've seen under siege <laughs> oh my god like this is this is the fucking this is exactly that's what it was that's what Seagal thinks he can do yes exactly that's like what he like when he looks in the mirror he sees oh, this but it's not that, that at was... all and Jason Momoa's ADR in that scene is so bad it's just like grunts but they're so out of place it's just like brother like you could probably fit in a couple of Tim Allen grunts, and it would probably not be that out of place. Sean, if we ever make if we ever make something, can that be our Willem scream? <laughs> yeah. I would love that if movies from this point on just snuck in Tim Allen grunt. Oh fuck. Um, yeah, no, and that that's, that first sequence was so like goofy. The way he's like beating everybody up, he like throws a dude over his shoulders, he's slamming. He just like slamming dude like back and forth, like Groot. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. The the one it where is, he throws the dude over so his shoulders awesome. and he sprints through the doorway and just like the dude gets caught on it, and he falls out is awesome. Uh, and then he slams the door. The guy behind behind the door, he just slams the yeah. door on him and it's knocks so him out. fucking goofy. Permission to come aboard is in the movie, and I think it is the first thing. It it's is the first thing he says. Permission to come aboard, brother. Like, when, it, when they were setting that scene up, I was like, yeah, that's, that's that's his first, first line. line. That's but his also, first line. that's his first. This line. hijacking yep. begins. <laughs> Where a G.I. Joe submarine attaches itself to like a regular submarine. It's like a, it looks like a Black Panther spaceship, like attaches itself to another sub. It's it's a man. Yeah, I, yeah, it's so fucking goofy. It's awesome. Uh, and then and then they and then the like the it's not even like they they describe that as like a secret government thing that was stolen too it's like why not just have the atlanteans give back okay. to him like that makes so much more we sense. need to talk about the oh, the first act of the movie whenever they tried to make the real world exist in in conjunction with the oh my god <laughs> it's very thin dc dc was like they tried really hard to ground man man of steel and it worked like man of steel definitely does work in like a grounded yeah, yeah this big goofy asshole then, just being like whatever as like more more and more as like the dc universe goes on it's like just detaching itself from man of steel i in think every wonder- way that's fine i'm like i don't think it really needs to wonder woman's kind the of first one it. yeah world war one but, but the i think the second movie is probably going to move away from that because it's going in the 80s and yeah. i don't know what they're doing Kristen yeah. wig is cheetah right am i, am I right that didn't change mm-hmm. um which all right i'm, like, I'm very into that this could that be that fucking be awesome she's yeah. gonna as long as she doesn't like make it too van what if she riddlers it up <laughs> she's just in a skin tight cat suit and it's just like <laughs> like doing a bunch of <laughs> joy joy gasm uh <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna do the the baseball organ where he like winds up and throws a grenade and then grabs his crotch and spits into a spittoon off screen. 
Yeah, that happens. It's in the movie, 100%. Yes, in the oh movie. Oh, my God. Oh, man. They could do sequel Doctor. They could apply sequel Doctor to so many sequels. Yeah. This, this movie, movie is a se- This movie Doctor, is a sequel, though. Because they, they do... That, well, I know we were jumping. I, I didn't want to get too distracted. I forget what the fuck we're talking it's about. A, but. It's a sequel, and the, it has the Black Panther potential problem that I think this actually does better than Black Panther is. Spoilers. I, like, I think I enjoyed Black, this Panther. More than Black Panther overall, which is what I was going to get to. I, I, I did too. I was going to get to that when we were talking about all the other superhero movies that came out. But I, yeah, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Um. They both have pretty weak third acts. Um, and then, but I think the Aquaman third act is better. It's um, really fun. But yeah, no, the, the, um, like they balance, like I'm just kind of equating Black Manta to Killmonger, even though Spoiler. it really should be, Claw. it should be Black Manta to, uh, Claw. yeah, Claw. But, they decide to save Black Manta for a sequel. They save both of them, and I was yeah. like so happy. Like right near the end, I was like, "Don't, don't kill Patrick." Like you're building your rogues gallery, and I want to see these two get more and more cartoonish as this shit goes on. If it continues, <laughs> I hope this makes money. But um, I think it, I mean it's doing really well in overseas. China. Wink, oh, wink. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Um. 40 minutes in. It took you 40 minutes. It took either of us 40 minutes to make a fucking ocean pun. Uh, 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 quick tangent. One of the, 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 the pull quotes on Rotten Tomatoes is the movie's more freshwater than bong water. And I keep going back to that. And I think that that is amazing. I don't want to read the rest of the review, uh, the rest of the review, but um, a hundred percent going to buy this on Blu-ray. Like, oh yeah. Not even, I might even already pre-order it like this. Yeah. I, I had such a fucking I blast. Might, with I this. might put this behind man of steel, dude. Like, I think that this was overall the most enjoyable DC oh, yeah, movie. Enjoyable because it's like not it. It doesn't have the whole city getting destroyed at the end. It like doesn't. That's hard. It's hard to make a movie enjoyable when that happens. Yeah, because they're literally in a big empty void with just like explosions and death all around them. It still is like that DC crazy death filled ending, but it's like. It doesn't, I don't know, half the things are crab men. <laughs> it's, so, yeah, and that actually kind of speaks to human nature, I guess, too. It's like, oh, well, it's the ocean, so who gives a shit, right, yeah. brother? Uh, yeah, right, brother. But then it's like, it's like, oh, maybe we should care. Maybe it should be, huh, do we, we just ask a bigger question of Aquaman, Andrew? <laughs> if they want to make the second one about him trying to clean up the ocean, fucking I'm there. And make it like well, this, Quest for this Peace. Says, <laughs> yeah, Aquaman six is about like getting rid of all the garbage. Um, Aquaman six, Oceanic cleanup, um, garbage day, <laughs> spring cleaning, spring cleaning. Um, this movie. All right, so I was thinking about this before I went in. Marvel. I was talking about this with coworkers. Marvel is obviously really good with characters and story. Mm-hmm. And DC is really good with visuals and action, and both of, for the most part, both franchises are consistently with those things. And this one kind of is the first one. I think Wonder Woman too. Like the No Man's Land sequence is really good, but this is the first one to really kind of merge the two, mm-hmm. bring the like two worlds together. Good story. I think Momoa has, there's more potential for him to become a little more deep as a character. I agree. <laughs> fuck dude. Shut the fuck up. In, in, in the water. In the water. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, like the ocean. Huh? Um, like, no, I agree. It's, it's deep. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I think, I think, uh, no, I think he can definitely get there, but I think this movie, he, I don't know. I, yeah, he's kind of just there, but like he's he's having so much fun. And I think that that like Momoa's best biggest strength is just like, if he's having fun on screen, man, it's infectious. He's not the best actor. And my buddy turned to me at one point. He was just like, is he supposed to only be like 25? Like how old is Aquaman? It's like, fuck, he's supposed to 80, 85. No, he's like 32, 35. 
in real life, he's closer to 40, but it, it feels like... Yeah, he's like... In the movie, I feel like they're treating him like he's in his fucking 20s. Well, no, he's... Um, no, because it says 1985 on the screen on screen when Merrick shows up. So, 1986. So, he's like 32, 33. DC tends to go a little older, I think, yeah. with their casting and their characters. Like, yeah. Superman's 33 and Man of Steel. Yeah. Jesus, obviously. Yeah. Um, Affleck, so, yeah, because yeah, Momoa is like 38, 39. But it does feel like he's supposed to be, I don't know, maybe that's just his like emotional maturity that the character just kind of has, but I don't know. And yeah, it, it has that like Jason, I'm, it's weird that he didn't produce this movie. You know what I mean? Like it's, it feels like it was catered specifically to him, like kind of like how P Room 2, John Boyega. Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of built around him yeah. as a person and as a character actor almost in a way. I think yeah. And but it works and I I I mean hey got to give it up for Zack Snyder. He Moa auditioned for Batman. What? And he was like, "Do you want to be Aquaman?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah, brother, hell yeah, brother." <laughs> Yeah. Also, he eventually does say brother to Orm at one, at one point, but I did turn to my friend and I, before the movie started, I was like, I, there's this whole bit that uh, me and a friend of mine do where we just assume that he said, calls everyone brother. Like he's a gritty reboot Hulk Hogan. And he was like, yeah, no, I hundred percent get that. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Um, so if he says, if he calls anyone brother at any point in this movie, I am going to freak out. And he does at the end. He's like, I'm not going to kill your brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I clapped. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Um, I, I think it's also funny the ages in this movie. Like I, they de-aged a bunch of people, and they like did. it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Like it definitely wasn't Marvel level good. Yeah. Um, the last de-aging sequence with Willem looked the best when they're on the beach. Yeah. And like, there's that dead-on shot that actually looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, but Tamora Morrison looked a little off. I don't think they really did much to Nicole Kidman. Yeah, they just made her taller. Uh, <laughs> um, the, I do want to get back to just like how poorly the movie really just tried to integrate into the real world and how enjoyable that was. Every fucking newscast was ridiculous. After he saved all those sailors on the let's go back to the submarine. But after he saved all the sailors on the submarine, one of them was like, oh, it's the Aquaman. I'm like, how do people already know about like, I guess Justice League happened, but still. They were like, yeah, there they he do, is. They do have a quick. They do have a quick reference to Justice League happening. Yeah, and, which um, question? Because I think you've seen Justice League probably more times than I have. <clears throat> yes. Does Mara seem I'm to ass- know him previously when they talk? Because in this movie, it, it seems like he only met her in that one weird scene. In Justice yeah. League. Yes. Yeah. No, I think that's the case because <laughs> they're not really friendly in Justice League, and he also they. He technically wasn't in Atlantis, I don't think, in that sequence. Like he, ha- they have said he hasn't even seen Atlantis or yeah. been to Atlantis or whatever. And like he just gets a random his dad's suit. Like whose suit does he get in Justice League? Like I don't, I don't really remember that, and I don't really care. He just shows but, up when he comes back. He's like, yeah, I got a suit now, brother. No, he like says he's. Go- I'm gonna need something before I go, and he grabs the suit and trident. Well, no, he doesn't have his dad's. He has his mom's trident, which is a strong weapon, but flawed, quite like her. Um, but Patrick Wilson, of course, has the trident of his father, which has never known defeat. <laughs> and it sounds like a lightsaber when he swings it. That was another one of my notes. Jesus Christ! There's like a a slight hum of a lightsaber every, in there. Every um, weapon that Jason Momoa like picks up to like improvise like something to hit somebody with, he holds it like a fucking trident. It's weird. He pulls so many things off of walls and out of the ground. I made a note of that. I was like, he improvises so many weapons, and it's the best one was when he pulls the like bike chain, the like old Sicilian bike chain that are like the, it's like the chain of the balls, two balls, and he throws it at fucking Black Panther. <laughs> Oh God! Let's finish talking about let's let's do, let's do a thread of let's talk about Black Manta because I think his Black Manta was fucking great. He was great. Uh, also, this movie announces uses the comic book names when the, whenever they can, and each time they're first mentioned, it is f- like followed up with like a boom boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a pirate, and it's him and his dad are like underwater pirates, and they like have their their experimental spaceship submarine. Um, 
and they're robbing they're they're attacking that sub and in the it's like Aquaman shows up to stop them and in that battle um the Black Manta's dad gets uh something falls on him a big like a nuclear uh, bomb falls on yeah, him. Yeah, a nuclear bomb <laughs> falls on him, sure. So he pulls out a grenade to blow himself up in a little bit. But uh, then a bunch of water is rushing in, and Jason Momoa leaves him there. And, like, Black Manta begs him to help him. He's like, please help my dad. And he's like, you killed innocent people. Let the oceans take care of you or whatever. The oceans uh, decide your fate or whatever, yeah. He says something like that. And then Jason Momoa leaves, and then Black Manta is just now. He All he wants to do is kill uh, Aquaman. And then he's. Great, great revenge story set up. It, it, it's efficient. It's good. It's simple. Pre- he doesn't have a lot of other character development to him, which is fine, I think. Um, yeah. But then uh, Patrick Wilson, you find out he was the one who paid him to do the submarine attack, and he's just like, look, I just want to be able to kill Aquaman, and Patrick Wilson's like, ah, we'll see about that or something. Uh, and then there's another scene later where uh, he's just on an island. I guess Black Manta has an island, because sure, why not? Uh, and then they show up and Patrick Wilson calls him on his hydro phone, <laughs> which is amazing. Uh, and he gives him a bunch of uh, Atlantean tech, which is including a big laser gun that he uses to like blow up a small fucking mountain with. <laughs> and then it's a hard smash into some random song from the soundtrack and black man are like fucking doing a building shit montage. It's great. It's so good. I, cause I was like curious cause I'm like, all right, he's not in the full black Manta suit yet in the beginning. So I'm like, he's going to mm-hmm. get it somehow. How is he going to get it? And they give him this gun that has like two eye looking yeah. barrels kind of thing. It's like a laser gun that's powered by water. Love that. It's like, it turns some, water into heated plasma and turn like, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm on board. You don't need to explain that. And then, yeah. um, he takes him and makes him into eye. Like it was really cool. I was like, all right, I'm I'm into the fact that this is a little more than just he has it already. And yeah. like, I'm like, okay, he this builds like it and he builds a helmet. Yeah. He builds a helmet for it and then he tests it, but it, it the, the the eyes get so hot that they melt the helmet that he has. And, and he's, he's like, hmm, I guess I'm gonna need a bigger helmet, huh? And it's like the dumbest fucking reason. It's like a really dumb montage that's like loudly yelling how dumb it is because of the fucking soundtrack. And then it's like, well, I guess here's a justification for my goofy ass costume. And then he then he just has it. And he, but he, everything he had was white and he spray paints it all black and it's it fucking looks sweet. Um, it does. It really looks good. Like, let's. There's something to say about a practical suit, even if it yeah. is looking ridiculous like that. Like, it looks pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. He also has, like, arm blades, and then Patrick Wilson gives him a bunch of Atlantean steel. So now he has weapons that can hurt Aquaman. Um, the Let's talk about the Sicily sequence, because we need to talk about the Sicily sequence. Hey, what? I fucking loved it so much. Great, was, great, great place to make that set too. Like I, I never seen an action scene in Sicily. I feel like, yeah, it was fun. Like it felt like Venice. an uncharted. Yeah, it felt like uncharted. Like, we've seen Venice in like Indiana Jones and James Bond. We've seen, you know, I don't, Sean. I still don't think we've seen Sicily. There's nothing. Okay. Oh well, no, so, we like, let's, let's let's be clear. We've seen green screens, but like. <laughs> Let's talk about I mean, a couple of things that they that, show in this sequence. That first shot might have been practical. Probably no. not. <laughs> no. Yeah, <I> the, <laughs> there's a part in like the battle that happens there where there's like a church bell that gets hit by a, a black man a laser oh, and it falls man. on and it falls down into the crowd. And in this shot, <laughs> the things that you see to establish that yes, this is Italy is like a man on a moped riding out of frame, like very like, oh, and then it's two nuns like arguing, being like, oh no, I hope we're okay. It's I laughed so hard. Then, I was like, what is this? There's like a shot of someone eating a slice of pizza. <laughs> like it's very Raimi esque of like it was. Well, you know who shot it, right? A guy who shot Spider-Man oh, One. That makes so much sense. And then there is it's, that Italian man who pops out a, of a let's window. Just get a couple shots, like hey, you know. <laughs> Yeah, let's get a man New Yorker. Like, let's get a guy eating a slice of pizza, you know? <laughs> I really, really, really was surprised by how much I enjoyed, like, the the silent sequence when they first got there. Again, this, this, uh, a really bad music crew from cue from the soundtrack, but it kind of worked. 
where it was Mara looking around and like she's buying flowers. Like again, it's like everything you would like stereotypically think this is Italy. It's like she's buying flowers and there's a little kid who's selling books and uh, they give her a Pinocchio. Uh, yeah, but it's then, like literally only missing like that's Amore in the soundtrack. Uh, it's basically like the Lady in the Tramp. This is a night. What a beautiful! It's basically that. Like if they had eaten some spaghetti together, and it would, like you know what I mean. Yeah, but they just eat. They just eat roses. And they then eat roses. That, that was, she eats a rose, which is funny and cute because she doesn't get it. She's from the she water. But then food. Jason Momoa eats it, and she, he's like fine with it. She offers it to him, and opposed to being like, oh, that's not what we do. He takes a bite out of him too. I was like, that was the fucking like every other moment that the movie where they like start to have an attraction is like he accidentally like like brushes her hand or like there's danger and he kind of like goes to protect her. And then it zooms in on her and she's like, Oh my God. Like she, she does that movie thing. You know, you know exactly. Yeah, it's like, she just kind of looks yeah. and it gets a little quiet oh. and there's like maybe a piano like, Da-da. like she's, <laughs> it's really bad. But that moment I was like, that was real sweet. And then she does like a bunch of water puppets for like a little girl who she like has throw a coin in. She makes like dolphins and stuff come out of the water. I was like, this is nice. And there's not like dialogue for that two minutes. Yeah. That was a a little nice sequence. Like I, now that I think about it, I feel like that might've been improvised by Momoa of him eating the flower. Cause I could totally see them like making an edible flower for her to eat. And then him just be like, yeah, I'll eat it. Like, all right. And then he eats like a real one. They're like, Oh, Jason, that's, Hold on, like, and then oh, these thorns like, hurt. And, and then he just, because in the scene he just kind of like, okay, and then walks off. I'm like, he doesn't spit it out or anything. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't give me the impression that he was he was eating it to make her feel more comfortable. And then when she walks away, he spits it out. He just eats it. So he I'm just like, eats it, and it's like, is that really just like, yeah, I'll eat it. Like, it's all right. really fucking sweet. It's the sweetest. Yeah. Th- I'm like, what a sweet boy that Jason Momoa. Uh, the yeah, he's I, a nice boy. He's a nice, but not as nice as that David Batista. But he's still a nice boy. Um, I, Fun he, fact: He auditioned for Drax, or they wanted him for Drax. Batista was the yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But then I enjoyed. So at this point, so yeah. Then jumping around a little bit, there is like an Indiana Jones subplot. Where I wanted to follow Black Manta through the end, but I feel like I needed. We need to talk about the Indiana Jones shit. So yeah, this movie like I, I have this in my notes. It's got a, an equal parts. It's equal parts like King, like royal family story. King Arthur. It's equal King Arthur. It's equal parts revenge plot with Black Manta, and it's equal parts MacGuffin search like Indiana Jones. Yeah, like it's got the and it like balances it all like pretty well. Pretty well. It's the th- are they the three it's, prongs of a trident? <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, it's the Trident style of filmmaking. Well, because um, Black Man gets knocked out in the second act. Like he's yeah, he's like the end. It's like towards the end, kind of like yeah. He's he's not, yeah, he's little, removed little. after Italy. Um, yeah, and that fight scene is fucking good. But the yeah, no, it's all that stuff. But the the Indiana Jones thing. So Mara, after the 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 tidal wave crash, takes. Arthur to Atlantis. They have to go get her her submarine, and there's a bunch of trash and shit where she picks it up. Did you notice the Annabelle doll that was pretty much center of frame um, when they're when no. they're pulling away? There's a thousand and fifty percent an Annabelle doll just sitting there. They said in the I read in the trivia that they put one in there. Yeah, they did. It's underwater and it's like pretty fucking prominent. I literally went out loud. I pointed. I was in the second row. I literally pointed at the screen. And went, oh, an Annabelle, <laughs> like like a fucking. <laughs> nine-year-old um i heard a people bunch of people laugh so that might have been why because yeah. i thought they were laughing at the storage containers and shit like all the trash because that's what i laughed at yeah. but I, I haven't seen annabelle so i haven't either but i've seen the conjuring and i know what it looks well, like yeah any of those yeah um they're good uh conjuring one and two are good but uh anyway so then she takes him to atlantis and we have a bunch of scenes where they establish atlantis and they establish kind of the geography and like how the city works uh and then uh, they go and meet Willem Dafoe, who's just like, you need to go get the trident and become the king because he wants to attack the surface, and I disagree with that. I think that you'd be a better suited king. So Willem Dafoe is well, the, the let's, visor. Let's set that up. Let's set that up. They're in a ship where they created an air bubble. Right. And they... <laughs> 
he lays down, he rolls out the leather manuscript that's basically just the drawing of the trident. Uh-huh. And like that, oh, super helpful. Like, great. Um, and then they get attacked by more guards. Yeah. And another cool action sequence. Um, Sean, do they explode through the wall when they come in? I think they, they do. They 100% do. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Also, the guards have like a bunch of veins around their eyes, and when you see their their actual faces, they look like fucking vampire men in like yeah. UV light. It's weird. Um, there's one who's like the main kind of henchman dude. Who when he first shows up on screen, I just loudly started laughing. I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> like, he eventually puts his head in a toilet, and that's the last time we ever see him. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, and then, about that. yeah, so yeah, so Willem Dafoe, yeah, he puts out the fucking scroll and he's like, I have this thing, you need to take this to the, the, the desert. They explain all the kingdoms too, and I think we see all seven kingdoms or however many kingdoms there are, but uh, yeah, the flashbacks were cool, I like that. They were, had like a gods of Egypt kind of uh, <laughs> you know what, this movie did remind I, I put on a Facebook comment, somebody was like I don't think it's going to be good, and my comment was this felt like if Jupiter Sending had worked like, this feels yeah. like movies like Jupiter Ascending or Gods of Egypt this fits as like the a third piece of like a marathon of those movies, like, but this is like the one that somehow worked out pretty good where it's, yeah, it, it wasn't a complete disaster. It wasn't. Where it, it's like more confident about how fucking stupid it is. Um, this movie could have been a total disaster. Like I don't think people realize. Like the hype around this movie is shocking to me because like I'm like this movie. No one wanted this movie. Everyone constantly shits on Aquaman, mm-hmm. and I think, like I said, gotta give Zack Snyder credit. He's like, I'm gonna translate this to something that's not really familiar to people. And give it a kind of different spin. Give it Jason Momoa and make him a little more like characterize him as like kind of that dumb jock. Like he's like Thor and Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. already. You know. Yeah. This feels like what Ragnarok is kind of going for. I think Ragnarok just kind of is fine without everything having like the full polish. This movie I think goes a little bit extra with some of that, but. It feels very Ragnarok-like. Not just because there's an arena fight either, but... Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's also, like, the underwater, like, the, the kingdom and, like, the half-brother that's... You know, it's... Everyone was like, oh, this is ripping off Black Panther. I'm like, if that's the case, then Black Panther ripped off Thor, because this is, like, the oldest fucking story Shakespeare, in the book. Shakespeare. Like, give me a break. Yeah, it's yeah. Shakespearean <laughs> family royal drama bullshit, but the... Yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, and the reason why we're getting all these things is because people love Game of Thrones, and right, yeah, it's yeah, it's like there's a trend. Like people don't really see it, I guess, overall. But like, yeah, but this one's just so goofy, weird, and fun. But uh, well, yeah, it's obviously like in a different package. But yeah, it's a package where it's the following: it's Indiana Jones, it's uh, Game of Thrones, it's a mishmash, it's like, Clash it's, of the Titans, it's a mishmash. some Tron Legacy in there, which I'll get to. The uh, it's Tron Legacy, it's fucking GI Joe move live action movies. It's it it's fucking Avatar. I feel like near the end, especially like it's it's so much shit that like yeah, I don't know. It really fucking worked though for me. What did I write? I wrote yeah, I wrote it's under siege indie Star Wars prequels, Lord of the Rings. Like it's got a yeah. little bit of everything, you know. And it it's not a total mess. And it, like it's not. It should be, but. It somehow isn't. On paper, absolutely. Yeah. On paper, this movie, what? Because um, like this movie also, I kept doing this with my friend who I saw it with last night. It's a movie where you can also go, hey, remember that part where Patrick Wilson showed up to that fish man's kingdom uh, where he insulted him and then murdered him in front of his wife and child? And then those two sided with Patrick Wilson to attack other he's people. Like, right, you're on my team now. Yeah. He's like, all right, you're going to get your armies and give them to me. And they're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? No, I, I literally said very loudly. How did that work? Like Dolph Lundgren was just shooting lasers at everybody. Yeah. His trident can shoot lasers. I was like, okay. Of course it can. Like, um, yeah, this movie just kind of tells you to accept it, and if you don't, you're not going to like it, and if you do, you're going to love and it. If, but also, you can't 
hang on. Like you can't hang on any of those moments. Cause like something else crazy is going to get introduced in the next five minutes mm-hmm. anyway. Um, it's every, it's almost every turn, every turn. It's like, Oh, okay, cool. Like that's a thing. Uh, yeah, this movie just makes you like accept everything that's happening. But, um, the Indiana Jones storyline I liked, uh, where, but before they get into that, like Momoa gets captured and then challenges Patrick Wilson to like trial by combat in front of everybody, which he didn't really know what it was. He was like, yeah, I'll fight your brother and I'm going to win. Uh, and everyone's like, you fucking idiot. Why'd you do that? Uh, which is then when we had the octopus playing the drums, uh, what they're fight, they're like, a lot of the fight scenes in this movie, like the cameras, like constantly like long take, like swooping around and do, it's kind of a lot but it's kind of fucking awesome too it's some of it is really great and some of it's too much like some of it like the nicole kidman one was really cool yeah um the one in sicily was really cool um i think there's a long ish take in the bubble in the uh ship too like not a super like it's not the whole fight scene but there might be a long ish like there's a lot of long takes in this movie yeah where well, like the fight quote choreography unquote, quote unquote long takes like obviously yeah. it's a lot of cg and editing but it, yeah it it's really it's cool. good in some stuff and like there were bit like bits and like i have this problem a lot with cgi and cinematography is um they don't put the camera on something that exists in the real world. And that was the fight. That was the Momoa Patrick Wilson arena fight to a T. Yeah. And this movie kind of earns it because it's underwater and like, you know, whatever. But I, it's a problem that highlights bad CGI and it happens in the Hobbit. It happens in a lot of movies where if you do camera moves that can't happen, it cheapens the CGI. So, yeah, that's the uh, end of the episode. (laughs) Uh, Apologies for that. Uh, Hopefully we'll get together. I'm actually heading home for Christmas, so hopefully we'll get together and uh, in the flesh talk about it. Maybe see it again, perhaps. Thanks for listening. Like, rate, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that bullshit. Bye.